Hello, this is Pete Dunis of Truth, Love, and Happiness. If you find my podcast amusing, informative, unique, amazing, indispensable, if you think that I am the most beautiful Snapchat tranny hermaphrodite philosopher that you have ever seen, please subscribe and contribute if you can, any amount, even a dollar or two a month, Any small amount will help keep me online, keep me spreading my words of wisdom, my message of love, compassion, and lust, and I will be eternally grateful. Thank you very much. And now on to the show. One final note. I forgot to tell you how you can support me if you indeed are in the position to do so and want to. On Anchor FM, there's a button that says support, and you can pick an amount to to help me out with if you see fit. Or you can go to my Patreon page, Pete Dunis at Patreon.com, and you can support me there. Again, thank you very much if you can, and thank you very much if you can't. I love you anyway. Have a great day, and here comes the show. Titties. Titties, I say. Um, If your neighbor spotted you sucking your goat's tit, or your cow's tit, I mean sucking it in earnest, trying to get milk out of it. And they saw you do this every day. Neighbor looks over the the hedges or through the woods or over the fence, and you're there on your knees sucking your cow or your goat's tit, sucking the milk out of it. It would freak them out. They might even report you to, I don't know who they would call, they'd probably call the police, and they would try to figure it out, and they'd be like, huh, well, yeah, I guess that's some type of animal abuse. Is that, does that count like uh, having sex with animals? Is that some, with non-human animals? It's got to be something. I just have a feeling. I didn't look this up. I'm not saying I did. I didn't look it up. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's perfectly normal and perfectly allowed. But I'm thinking vast majority of people would not think that was cool. They would think that was very odd. And they would, might call some authority figure on you to make you stop doing it. They'd be disgusted by it. Yet, we have farms and machines and people squeezing titties and and hooking up vacuum pumps to titties and getting the the milk out of these non-human animals for human consumption. And the, you know, production of uh, cheese and whatnot also for human consumption. And that is considered perfectly normal. So, what's up with that? First of all, milk is for babies, period. Milk is for babies. When you're born and you're a mammal, your mommy has titties are full of milk and you suck on them and you get the milk and you're nourished by that mother's milk and then you grow and when you can, your body can start processing solid food, you move on to that. But no, humans, for some reason, we move beyond human mother's milk and we have cows, you know, systematically raped for us to keep them pregnant and lactating and all that type of stuff. So we can continue to have milk all the time. Not even human milk. It's interspecies milk stealing. Um, So bizarre. Really is. And so cruel. What the hell? Can you imagine doing that to humans? And why do we do it to animals? Because they're less intelligent than humans? Is that the excuse? Some humans love that excuse. Well, non-human animals are unintelligent. They have no feelings. Bullshit. 
cows have feelings. They scream when you do bad things. So you, they give birth to calves and they take them away and turn them into veal and all that stuff. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible thing. And then they milk them and they sell that milk. And somehow nobody bats an eye or a lot of people, the vast majority of people don't bat an eye. They think it's you know perfectly normal. So either they live in a vacuum and they don't realize the what's going on, the atrocities going on, or um, they don't care, but I think they don't really realize how bad it, it just is. But if they thought about it, they wouldn't even want it. They wouldn't even want the dairy, and then there'd be no call for it, and the business would naturally just disappear. The industry would disappear, uh, and that's all you really have to do. But you need to think about it. You need to think about what the hell you're doing. Drinking cow titty milk, goat, titty milk, sheep titty milk, or using it to make cheese, cheese is, uh, is not cool. It's not cool. It's unnatural. It's, it's mean. And it's just not cool. I'm a hooker, a whore, a prostitute. And chances are that you are too. I'm here to uh, help you readjust your definition of that word, to embrace it, to relish it to pop it in your mouth and swish it around and suck out all the delicious juices that you can. I am a whore, a hooker, and more correctly, I guess, if we're gonna go by definitions, a prostitute. And by that, I mean, I do things for money that I normally would not do. Things that I do, but not something that I would do at just any given time with any given person for money. And so do you, almost definitely. So, you know, let's remove the stigma from that word and let's expand the meaning of it just a little bit. And for a while, I was a, a dishwashing hooker, a dishwashing prostitute, and I went someplace and I washed dishes and I cleaned up a kitchen and I handed people their food for eight hours a day. And yes, I cook sometimes and I wash dishes sometimes and I feed people sometimes, but I would not normally do that for eight hours a day to, uh, with strangers and uh, day in and day out over and over and over, which means that I did, it, I did it for money. That's why I did it. I prostituted myself. I washed dishes and handed people food for money. I'm a dishwashing, food-serving whore, and I'm sure you're some type of whore too. Uh, so why do we why do we make such a big deal about having sex for money? So it's, it's a very normal thing um, People didn't do that. We wouldn't be here people before us did that. We wouldn't be here. It's a very it's a very good thing It's a nice thing. So if, if someone chooses to do that for money Should not be stigmatized. I mean like anything else we should be looking out for each other people who do that in the real world in this current world we live in often do it uh, out of desperation because they can't think of something else or they're taken advantage of by somebody who um, compels them to do it, co coerces them to do it, and um, they can get hurt. But the actual act of having sex for money, so what? You know? Accountant, an accountant. Accountant keeps track of people's finances and, and keeps track of their business. Who would do that for fun? Who would do that just because? Those people are accounting prostitutes you know they're mathematical hookers you know hooker with a ledger so but uh, they're, they're not thought of poorly uh, 
anything, a doctor, a nurse. You know, people, people wouldn't do that all the time, every day, just for, for fun. Um, they're, they're prostitutes of their profession. They're taking money to do something at someone else's request. It's like, hey, you, cut my grass. I'll give you 50 bucks. It's like, ooh, you think I'm worth it? You think I'm a, a grass-cutting prostitute with really good grass-cutting skills? Give your lawn a thrill? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, em embrace the joy that is prostitution in all shapes and sizes and colors and flavors, whether it's somebody sucking your dick, eating your pussy, banging your ass, banging your pussy, cutting your grass, cooking your dinner, washing your dishes, washing your car, doing your taxes, giving you a haircut, painting your fingernails, painting your house, any of those things. Hookers. They're just a bunch of hookers. Doing it for the cash. Yeah, doing it for the cash, baby. Show me the money and I will do things for you. Not everything, because I'm more of a specialist whore. I don't do everything, but you never know. The price is right. Things could change. I say that 17% uh, uh, joking, but 90, 83%, not 90, 83% <laughs> serious, because there's a very short list of things that I, and I can only speak for myself with fair amount of certainty, and even then, I can't be completely sure um, unless I actually live through the experience and and, uh, and and put to the test, the real test in real life. But I, and I'm guessing many people, have a price for almost everything. Not everything. I have a short list of things that I would, you know, I'll take a bullet gladly between the eyes before I do certain things. But that's a pretty short list. It really is, to be honest. I mean, the price would have to be very, very high for many of those things on the list. But to say, no way, I would never do that for money, ew, that's usually not, not the truth. And again, I've mentioned this many times because it's one of my core tenets of my philosophy. You can lie to other people. It's not the best way to, to do things. It causes complications. Um, it's a it's a character flaw, uh, at least in most people's opinions. It, it won't make the people think more of you. It won't make you more trusted or respected, which makes it harder to navigate life. It's good to be a person of your word where you say something and people believe it because it's true. But um, But don't lie to yourself. That's what I'm saying. So at least if for some reason you know due to embarrassment or just the society we live in i'm not i'm not shaming anybody i mean i do the same thing in certain situations i would not admit to everything that i would do for money i'm i'm admitting to that <clears throat> because um people are like that you, we do live in this society i don't live out in the middle of nowhere and i'm not independently wealthy where i can not care what anybody thinks at all uh, and I have family who would be embarrassed, maybe, if not even me being embarrassed, they might be embarrassed. So there are a lot of things that I won't fess up to. Just having said that, people can, you know, their imaginations will run wild, but don't let it run too wild. It's nothing that exotic. But still, there are some things that I will not um, confess to that I actually would do if the price was right. And we're talking about a lot of money. 
I have a pretty big list of things I wouldn't do for any small amount of money. It would have to be a life-changing sum. But once we reach that life-changing sum of money, there are a lot of things I would do. And then there's that hard and fast list of things that I would not do. Bullet between the eyes would not do. Um, that's a very short list. And then there's a medium short list of things that I, I, I wouldn't do except in the most most extreme circumstances. But yeah, the, the, other, the other list, the, the uh, realistic list where if somebody said, hey, I got a lot of money, I'll give you whatever, large sum, would you do this? So, yeah, I'll, I'll do that for a lot of money. I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody, and it has to be a lot of money, but I, I would do that. And then, you know, up to the point. So be honest with yourself at least, at least know yourself, you know? If you fool yourself, everything's screwed up and thrown off. So keep that in mind and uh, be a good hooker. Provide a good service for the money that people pay you for your prostitutional services. And um, have fun and do a good job. Because any job worth doing for money is worth doing right. So uh, if, you're, if you're a hooker, be a good hooker provide a good service, and have fun. Ciao for now. This is Pete saying goodbye, truth, love, and happiness. Aww. I'm sitting here enjoying a beautiful princess. That is my favorite intoxicating yet completely non-alcoholic cocktail. It's made of peach seltzer infused with rose elixir. It smells and tastes like a beautiful woman. If you too enjoy the scent and taste of a beautiful woman, I suggest you try one. Mm -hmm.